<laughs> you think I was going to come in hot? Woo! Yeah. There you go. Someone just like me with that. 375. Uh, yes. Friends. Hello, Sarah. Hi. How are you? Oh, I am doing really well. I'm uh, over the... A thousand degree temperature, and I'm really wear, trying to wear some sweaters. And then I walk outside, and I'm like, Ugh, I'm sweating. But what evs? I look <laughs> cute. You do look cute. Thanks. And you've really been responsive to to my like fall transition wardrobe speaking. Y- yes, yeah. I am like this close. And for those of you who are listening, since this is a podcast, I'm putting my fingers very close together to <laughs> wearing a turtleneck. But Oh yeah. Yeah. I can't wait. I've worn the looser one, but like the sweater type. Yeah. Cause like in Pittsburgh, the, it's breathable and here. Oh wow. But uh, not the, fo- not the fitted one, you know, no. cause that's too, that's too sweaty. Extreme. That's, that's too not, sweaty. it's not ready for that. You know. Hence the name yep. sweater. So, well, <laughs> oh, well, yes. I'm just happy to be here with you. I was wondering about the um, response to your, you know, boyfriend news. Oh, yes. Has it just been overwhelmingly the, positive? Like, so nice. Any weird negative people? Like, a few, but like, really? just, you know, delete the, the, yeah, a couple of people got blocked. Oh, my God. Yeah. But, you know. Blocked? You never do that. I know. It's really because they just, like, kept bugging other people, too. Yeah. Where, like, somebody would be, and it's the comments of, like, weren't you just married? Didn't you just... And then somebody will say, oh, no, she, you know, listened to the podcast. And they'll be like, well, I don't need an update on her life. And da, da, da. Well, then don't comment. That's so that stuff where, where I'm like, okay, wait a sec. So you, like, don't want the updates on my life. And, uh, but when I do, like, just live my life and yeah. it, like, doesn't fit whatever you want my life to be or look like, then... I don't know. It's just like it's confusing and blah, blah, blah. The timing thing is awkward on social media because if you wait to announce the right. disillusion of your relationship, the dis- then... Oh, correct. They, they 100%. think it just happened. Correct. And th- I think that's yeah. especially true for celebrities yes. for whom you oh know, it could God. be like a year before they even say anything. And most couples well like the studies show that couples uh that get divorced usually um like somebody starts thinking about it about 2 years before yeah. they get divorced yeah so that's like when i moved out the first time <laughs> they don't re- they, they didn't don't really know, know too much that. about that because yeah. you know i think it's not fair to the other person i'll yeah. share a bunch of stuff yeah. when the big things happen i mean i share everything on here I feel yeah. like I'm super... Yes, transparent. You know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What's happening right now? Adam's creeping in the background. <laughs> so Sorry. Ah, and I said it. We, we are. are but Get out of here. <laughs> he was just like... Be, he was being a sneaker. like like, And he was like trying to be quiet. Then I was like trying to give him the look. And then I think he thought the look meant it's okay to talk. And then I panicked. <laughs> it was a whole thing. But now this is a great bit. <laughs> this is a great bit. Well, I, I'm glad everyone knows now that you found... Yes. Uh, a lovely yeah. person to admire. I feel like I didn't enjoy. get to talk a lot about how we met, did I? Not too much. Yeah, because everybody was kept camper. asking that. Yeah, and how like you know. Well, yeah, so you I guess I did that. By yeah. the best part of the story, right? Which because somebody I believe asked you like, "Is this one of your Tinder dudes?" And you were right. like, "No." I was like, "No." And that was one of my favorite things about that post. Were all the camp people mm-hmm. who were like, "Yay, camp for life!" You know, because if it. You know, not to, anybody can meet anybody at any time. Sure. Whenevs, and it's yeah. all fine. And yes. it's everybody else's business. Yes. But I do kind of see how, like, that would have been different. That would have been very quickly for me to... Uh, uh, That's a good point. Sp- fall in love with somebody. Yeah. Like, right off of... Get serious. Yeah. Yes, that I had point. never met before. Yeah. But, you know, we were, uh, we were kind of joking that, like, you know, we've actually, like, played the real real long game like it was really you yeah. know it's like 10 years in the making yeah the there was a foundation there yes yeah so it's been yeah we met and he was a camper and i was a counselor and i yeah like i said i just remember like looking at him being like that kid's gonna do some cool stuff in his life yeah and then he became a camper or a counselor and I got to see him with the little kids and that was so funny and so cute he like my, my favorite years he had the youngest kids and those guys, he was like, I had to keep my eye on him 24-7 because God forbid you turn around and one of them's drowning in a puddle because <laughs> that's really what it's like. And he said he had one kid who wouldn't keep his pants on and would just stand up on every chair like kids dancing so with his, in his underwear. And he's like, "You got, dude, God, put your pants on. And they had another kid that was a runner who would just take off running, yeah. which is just like 
he's like, hold on, I'll be back. <laughs> had to chase after him. Yeah. And like those kind of things are so funny. So, you know, when you've seen somebody like do funny skits and like dress up, you know, he's a big fan of costumes oh my God. and, you know, like all that kind of stuff. So you kind of like see what kind of person somebody is and how conscientious someone is. And I get to meet him tomorrow, you guys. That's right. Ren, he's Ren asked me, me out on a date. He totally did. He was like, so, uh, Sarah, do you think like, <laughs> you know, maybe I would win? Like, well, really? He was like, well, so like, when do I get to meet Susie? And I was maybe, like, oh, right. Yes, I can do that. Maybe he already senses that I'm team Ren. Oh, he, yeah, he does. Like if you guys break up, I'm on his side. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's not going to happen. We're in no, the I know, home, so. I know. Yeah. And I don't even, there's not a shot that one ounce of doubt. I already told Sarah I have her wedding speech prepared. That's right. The, the one that I'm going to toast <laughs> their, their, you know, someday marriage that I'm predicting <gasps> oh, right now. On this episode, 375, I am predicting an impending marriage. That's real funny. So stay tuned for that. <laughs> Yeah, so we're just having fun and getting a lot of rock climbing in, you know. It's fun. Yep. I'm happy for you. Thanks, Suze. <laughs> How's it over here at the old <laughs> Butler Palace? Well, we uh, took a little road trip to San Diego. Oh, Palace. I didn't even know that. And, well, we were at Legoland. That was why I took that Ooh. picture with that Lego guy. <gasps> right, that makes yeah. sense. I was like, where was she? And one notable moment was we went to dinner and they had this special crab and they were like, really selling it. He was like, you know, on Deadliest Catch, like they they oh. catch these things. It's like a big deal. And I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. And so it's like way overpriced. Like I should oh. definitely not have gone for it, but okay. I did. <laughs> and because I sold it as, this is an experience. Right. Because you got to go back in the kitchen, pick it out of the tank. Oh, this is a whole thing. Lincoln got a picture with the damn thing. Okay. that Yeah, that's... that's Sarah, right. this thing, it was eight pounds. And it was... Wow. It's it's really not it's it's not an earth creature. I yeah, believe it's an, an alien. I do kind of look at those underwater things and I'm like, yeah, alien life. That they probably do look like what we think in science fiction movies. It was so insane. Like I I'll show you the picture with Lincoln yeah. because it it just feels like how wrong. big how big with with are we talking like eight, the middle bit yeah, the like body, the body like was size like of a dinner plate that. yeah dinner plate got it. and bulbous you know Ooh, like oh that quite. word and, and <laughs> ah you're giving me the react the thing that I have <laughs> well I just meant to I'm say not flat but like yeah totally that cylindrical uh, uh, there's something about it being a secret like. Oh, why does it do that to me? It was crazy. Oh. It was so good though. But then the lights went out uh, in the restaurant, what? which was particularly notable because it, I really don't know what happened, but apparently it was the whole block. Wow. And so we were eating this monster oh like by candlelight, like Ben Franklin would have done. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that was about it. Did that, you think it make you, because remember how we were talking about uh, uh, a long time ago, you brought in this uh, article about how eating popcorn with chopsticks. Yeah, yeah makes you enjoy it more and mm-hmm. like like the movie more? Was that it? Or was it just liking the popcorn more? I think it was just the popcorn. Okay. But I would say that applies. It would probably work, right? Yeah. So do you think that maybe the novelty of like the lights going out and eating by candlelight and that being made this experience with the crab and that dinner even more fun? Definitely more memorable. Memorable, yeah. yes. Which in turn probably And then the bill that came also <gasps> made it memorable. Yeah. Like, oh my Oh my God. God. You, it was just one of those like... MP like market price next to it. I mean, like not it's, a it's real by price. the pound. There was the the pound oh, price was Lord. listed, but it was tragic. That's like math you have to do. And I thought I said, Adam, I'll talk about it on the show, like as if that somehow <laughs> right. Like we can write this off because <laughs> like totally, it's like there you go. But yeah, if you're fun. if you're a Alaskan king crab out there and you'd like to sponsor the podcast, Alaskan king crab. Put it. Right. What if the little crab marketing guys are do like? Do you feel bad for those guys in the tank? Mm, you know what? Not so much because no. I the, uh, lobsters are in the same family as cockroaches. Uh, They're really cockroaches of the ocean. They just taste really good, delicious, yeah. dipped in butter. Mm-hmm. Which makes me so that's wonder about cockroaches come the apocalypse. <laughs> Maybe dip, fry those up, dip them in butter. They well, might not probably. be half bad. I don't know. I can't believe no one's done that. They probably have. Has. I mean, I do love fried crickets. Mm. Well, if you want fried crickets in the middle of the night yeah. or in the morning or whatever, you can order them on Postmates. Yes, I could. You could be like, you know what I'm craving? Cockroach. Yeah, well, I was craving Mediterranean the other day, and so I used Postmates. <laughs> That's probably better. You're always craving Mediterranean. I know. It makes me Luckily, crazy. Luckily, Ren is too, so it's fantastic. Oh, good. Yeah. 
God, I, know. I hate that about you. I know. It's that's like, like where we don't. Isn't that you? weird? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Say so I like Mediterranean food. Get out. <laughs> if you need red wine at 4 p.m. or sushi at 9 p.m., whatever your needs are, you can Postmate it. It's so convenient. If you haven't tried it, I don't really know what you're waiting for because oh, this happens all the time where you're at home and you're like, I need this thing. And then they will bring it to you. Mm-hmm. So it's 24 hours a day, 365 days a year. They'll bring it right to your door. You don't have to go to the store. And it's an app on your phone that you can download for free. So what, why aren't you doing it? For a limited time, Postmates is giving our listeners $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days. To start your free deliveries, download the app and then use our code BRAINCANDY. That's code BRAINCANDY for $100 of free delivery credit for your first seven days when you download the Postmates app. Anything you need, anytime you need it, Postmate it. Download Postmates and save with code BRAINCANDY. Sorry about that ding dong in there. I w- went to go put my, my my phone on silent. Why on the Apple Watch do they put this? This that is so makes dumb. no sense. Yes. Like the, the default setting because I, I people are gonna be like, yeah, you can change them. Yeah, I understand that, but the <laughs> default She's one because I wouldn't have wanted to change them unless there was a problem like this. The thing, to, the button to silence it is right next to the button to make that annoying ping your phone. Well, not annoying when you don't need it. Wonderful when your phone is lost, but True. noise. Yeah, they put it, putting it on silent. The last thing I want to do is create is a loud noise. Something. Yes. Could you imagine I'm in the theater, like the theater. The, like like not movie theater, but like actual theater? Yes. Like where like opera. people are like, uh, you know, outraged <laughs> with their monocles. Because in like the theater I, or movie theater, I could just be like, can it? Yeah. You know. Yeah. At the opera, I could not. I mean, no. I've never been to an opera, but if I were to go, <laughs> I would imagine when that day comes, that she's going to be pissed. Yeah. So I like. Whew, that's a dumb thing to do. I need to rearrange those. Anywho, that's I it. I am very excited about this uh, article that I want to tell you about because it combines two of my favorite things, which is mm. science yeah. and the Beatles. Oh, this cool. Is super fun. Those are also two of my favorite things. <laughs> is that true? I have Beatles li- lyrics tattooed on me, Suze. Oh, that's true. And I was science- No, I know that one. Okay. I knew that, but right. I didn't know. You're questioning know- the Beatles? I... One of Beatles' favorite things? Suits. I walked out to them at my wedding. All right. Okay. How many times? You know I, what? You're right. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. She's okay. like going to make me like, like prove my, 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 yes. Okay. My love. So scientists wanted to find out about kind of like what makes the perfect pop song. Oh. And they found that the Beatles' Obla di Obla Da it has been declared the oh. most perfect pop song ever written by these scientists. And here's how they okay. figured it out. This is so fun. Okay. They um, had a bunch of people and they <sighs> analyzed 80,000 different chord progressions. And and then they did it with 700 songs betw- that were recorded between 1958 and wow. 1991. And they scored each chord based on how surprising it was. Like if you hear a C chord and then it goes to an E yeah, flat, yeah, yeah. they'll we measure like, like whether of... it's surprising or predictable. Uh-huh. And so then... Kind of like a joke. Wow. Yeah. great. We love that. And so chord sequences from 30 of the songs were then played to 39 people. They stripped the lyrics and melody to make the source track unrecognizable. So you're getting the chord wow. progression. It's crazy that you can do that and make it unrecognizable yeah. when you just like tear something down to like, yeah. wow, that's cool. I love this. And then they were rating how enjoyable they found each chord to be. Okay. And then uh, when they were relatively sure of what mm. chord was coming next, they enjoyed being surprised instead. So they liked the surprise chords yeah. rather than Kinda the ones like they could the joke thing. Yeah. Yes. Huh. So then... Um, okay. So p- humans derive pleasure from a piece of music just by how sounds are ordered over time. Mm-hmm. And the songs that we find pleasant strike a good balance between us knowing what is good to, going to happen next and surprising us mm-hmm. with something we didn't expect. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Obla di Obla da was the closest song the researchers could find to perfection, <laughs> followed by... Oh, no diggity. <laughs> no, but something similar. Okay, I can't wait. Genesis is... Invisible oh. touch. Oh, she got an invisible. And then yeah. the next song was Hooked on a Feeling, which I also enjoy. Um, hooked on a feeling. Other songs. That's a great song. It is a great song. And other songs that scored well were I Want You Back by the Jackson 5. Oh, great tune. Amazing. Um, and, uh, UB40's Red Red Wine. I, I still don't like that song. 
Don't you? I love that I one. Do, I feel like it's overplayed. I don't know. I like. Really? It's okay. I mean, okay. maybe if I. doesn't do it for you. That's all right. I you just, know what? But then every time I hear it, I enjoy it. So it's like one of those where I'm like, I don't know why I. There's something about that song. I'm not. <laughs> She's I'm not like mumbling yeah, I, like to I know. I'm like singing the song to myself. I'm like, what is it about that that I don't really like? Yeah. I feel the same way about the song Landslide. I can't. I don't like that song. And everybody else is like, <gasps> and I'm like, wow. I know. And it goes again. Like, and even the Stevie Nicks when she sings it, like, I, there's something about that song. It must have like a n- some negative like memory for me attached. Must. Okay. Question. Yeah. About the music. Mm-hmm. Did they take into consideration all? The idea of this kind of like the sum of its parts is worth more than the whatever that expression is. Like how if you break everything down and you just listen to just the chords, mm-hmm. isn't there something that makes like a perfect pop song about the other stuff that comes in, like the lyrics and who sings it? And, yeah, you know, I feel like when we're kind of like handing the trophy over to Obla Di Obla Da, but... Mm. You're saying you're only considering one ingredient. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I think, like, I don't know. I I don't know if maybe almost like I, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> like if there's a dance that goes with the song. Yeah. I like that even more. What? Like Macarena? No, not that one, but like, uh, uh, or like. Oh, you mean like hip hop ones? Uh, sometimes, but. Even, um, oh God, what's the song from Ferris Bueller's Day Off? It wasn't, a, it doesn't have a dance that goes with it, but just like the way Twist it's Twist and Chow? Yes. Uh-huh. I would put that, I mean, I feel like that's, I would rate that higher. Wow. As a better pop. I mean, I know this is like the science of it and everything, but I just <laughs> like, oh, whatever. But I just wonder right. if like what, what things, like how much influence does the artist, of course, that's the same artist. I understand that. It's both the Beatles. But- how much influence does an artist have over, and even like the twist, you can mm-hmm. take older songs that have like a dance that goes with, I like, I like that. I think yeah. it's like fun. Yeah. You know, I, I just enjoy that by stripping it of the things that make it recognizable. You're, you're creating yeah. the control group really, because you're, you're, um, taking away the emotion of like, I love uh-huh. the Beatles or I love this, this song because totally it's true. about love You're or really just looking at the structure. The way your brain okay. enjoys a chord going from one so to the So it's really next. like the science of the song yeah. itself and nothing else. Yeah. Cause then, it's almost like when you say like the greatest pop song to me, I'm like the greatest pop song, like that takes into consideration, like all of the other things that happen, like culturally and and whatever well yeah you know i like thinking about that too yeah but this but, was just straight yeah. science yeah yeah that's i think cool. it's super fun any and other ones on the list fuck, i want to hear um there was a couple that i didn't know like um van halen's let's see what is it called when it's love and then the laws there she goes i'm not sure of that song i don't recognize the title i don't know either those are the only ones they mentioned um but i watched um this documentary called Echo in the Canyon. It was about uh, Laurel Canyon Ooh. and when it was like Mamas and the Papas yeah. and Crosby, Stills, and National, and these guys. And, I lived um, right by it, grew up right by there. You might like it Cold just Water for Canyon, that because they did enough. a lot of drone shots and you yeah. can you recognize the spots and everything. But the, the thing wasn't great. But what I did like about it was that everybody they talked to, there is not even a debate. The Beatles are treated like... The Beatles yeah. did this, and they're in this other category, yeah. and we're all just trying to create Correct. the same magic. Yeah. I like that. I don't want yeah. ever to be this conversation like, are they? No, or, don't you know ever say I mean? that. Yeah. Don't. It, they're the best. They they are. And, I mean, and come I on. like when all the other experts and musicians, yeah. are, oh, they don't even on. talk. They just, it's implied. Yes. Oh, so I do fun. love that. And then, yeah. I mean, come on. You listen, every single Rolling Stones, like greatest, uh, Rolling Stone, greatest, uh, uh, uh songs of all time or best records or best out al- it wasn't uh, the white album like number one of all oh, time um rolling stone ranked it yeah yeah i think yeah. so why you say it all like that well because i thought you were going in a different direction so i had to recalibrate oh oh what do you think that where do you think i was gonna go i thought you meant like the m- most successful album that they had like what oh, it, oh but then no, i realized no. you said rolling stone yeah so like and pet sounds was number two which is the beach boys oh 
But yes. Although I don't know where Sgt. Pepper ranked, but I oh, I love so good. That's my favorite album. Yeah, by the Beatles, Beatles one for sure. Yeah, I like Abbey Road because the songs are so funny and silly in there. Yeah. Well, they talk about how like in Norwegian Wood, Sgt. Pepper came because they were trying to create the same type of sounds as Pet Sounds, which they covered a lot oh, in the um, documentary. I don't know. It's just a magical time. And it reminded me of how I got into a um, a fight with the daughter of Mama Cass. Oh. And I'll tell you about that in a second. But right now, I just want to tell you that I'm sitting real pretty because I, I have all this beautiful Joybird furniture yes. in my house. Sitting real pretty on some very affordable and well-made couches. <laughs> Joybird is featured in pretty much every picture Sarah and I post from yep. our homes because we love their stuff. We have their couches and their chairs. And um, my couch is a pullout, so all my guests get to sleep on it too. I love Joybird because they're super high quality and luxury, but affordable. And you can customize the pieces too. So if you have like a particular fabric or color, you can make that happen. And like Lincoln, fucking, well, I probably shouldn't swear in this yeah, part. No, that's fine. Regardless, Linda. Sorry, Linda. Um, he spilled chocolate ice cream oh. on my Joybird couch. Yeah, I couldn't tell. Well, I cleaned it and yeah. it came right off and I was like, you are so lucky. Yeah, you definitely got the pet friendly one. <laughs> that was a good call. Yeah, they have pet friendly, kid friendly fabrics. You are so lucky. You are That's so lucky so this is Joybird. <sighs> um, and you can do a 365 day home trial. Try it out, sleep on it, whatever. If you don't like it, you can return it. Create furniture that matches your own fearless style at joybird.com slash brain candy. See how Joybird can help make your dream space a reality today yes. at joybird.com slash brain candy. Go to joybird.com slash brain candy and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using code mm. brain candy. Mm-hmm. So years ago, like five, six years ago, um, I had done a tweet in which... I was describing how Lincoln was eating cookies and like little kids don't have any sense. And so he would be chewing on it and he liked it so much. He would keep putting more in there and then you're going to yes. choke to death. Right. <laughs> and um, Isn't that funny the daughter that? of Mama Cass, whose name is, I can't remember. Uh-huh. She liked the tweet and I thought that was ironic given the mythology about how her mom died. It wasn't bulimia. No. no. What? I think it was actually like a heart attack, but oh. on the nightstand next to her was a ham sandwich and she's notoriously heavy set. Oh, oh. And yeah, so yeah, everyone made foot. jokes all the time oh, about right, how she right, choked right. to death on a ham sandwich. This was like <sighs> the sort of yes. cruel myth yes. about yes. Cass Elliot. Yes. And okay. So uh, she liked that tweet about him stuffing his face with cookies and uh-huh. I... The irony struck me. Uh-huh. And then privately in Facebook, I did a post and pointed out the the irony. I would not do this now. Yeah. So then fast forward. That's a good story. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, forgot I was on a podcast. I was just like listening. I'm like, yeah, then, then, oh, right, right. Got it. I forgot all about it. And then a year later, she was still liking my tweets <gasps> and stuff. And we became like friendly. No. And then she <laughs> friended me on Facebook. No. And then she searched her name evidently. Why? No. Right? No. No. This is a nightmare. So, like, she sees a post from a year before, no, in which I'm making fun of her dead mom. Oh no, Susie. So (laughs) now, so she messaged me. I was like, really? Oh no. And so, obviously, you do not recover from that. Like, you you cannot get out of it. So um, we're no longer friends. But um, no. Every time I hear their songs, I'm struck by the regret and guilt of being an asshole. Yeah, why are you getting into uh, Twitter feuds with like? Because <laughs> don't you have another one with the host of uh, 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 Double Dare? Double Dare. Yes, I do. Mark Sarah. Summer. Summer. Summers. Summers. I think. Yes, and I loved how beneath it you wrote he had it coming. I know, and I don't even think you know right. why we were. In a fight. I just know. I just know. I had like a thousand things that I want, like comments that I wanted to uh, to put on there. <laughs> I was laughing because I'm like, she's got my back, and she doesn't even know. Yeah. Oh, I was like, oh, we'll take him down. Yeah, I'll tell yeah. that story another time. Yeah, I want the phys- I'll take the physical challenge. <laughs> right? Isn't that from I that show? Think, yeah, I don't okay. think he's. I don't think he's a nice person. Oh, okay. This is my theory. Well, that'll be a fun conversation later. Yes, we'll save that. Yes. Um, okay, moving on. This is one of those um, articles where, like you said, where you, it's a duh. Duh. Uh-huh. We Love know those. that already. Yep. Um, they found that, this was on NPR, they found that the brain activity amongst boys and girls doing math mm. is indistinguishable from each other. 
uh, excuse me, Ernst and Young people. <laughs> Ernst and Young. Isn't that what it's yeah. uh, I, I just want to put this on your desk. Yeah. <laughs> Feel free to read it at your convenience. They didn't pick up any pancake activity or waffle activity <laughs> from either boys or girls. Oh, my God. Oh. So that's encouraging that because that means biologically yes. or anatomically, we are equally programmed yes. to process numbers Correct. and abstract formulations. Yes. And um, we should uh, keep con- encouraging our girls to like stay in obby. the STEM fields yes and from like the get-go right man that's like because that 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 just creates such a ripple effect just that little bit of knowledge Mm -hmm. if you can understand that then you have to look at why we perceive girls as being you know worse Mm -hmm. or guys is better in that category and then really look at how people are so like the socialization of these kids and like what messages they're given what because that is the influence that that default were and there's all these studies about the when you like tell a woman that you give like the same test to and i have to i look at my I was going to say notes, but not like I'm on the research team for this. It's like, I don't know what notes I'm referring to. I look for my files. But when you tell, when you like give um, uh, guys and girls the same test and you tell them that there is an advantage for women in like the way the math is, like the math they're doing, oh, right. the, it, women have an advantage, yeah. they will do better. Yeah. But if you give them the exact same test and the same questions and just say, here you go, here's a math test. The women will do worse yeah. and the men will do yeah. better. Yeah. It's all in our heads. Yeah. It's very frustrating. Really frustrating. And so I don't encourage. see a lot of progress. And the thing that b- Ooh, burns me up, sorry, kinda, I just kicked you. Right. The thing that burns me up is that, uh, fuck, what was I going to say? Oh, man, oh, I hate when that happens. happens to me. That's what happened to me a lot lately. So what's going on? God I blame Mercury in, being in retrograde. Wait, that, that I'm pausing works. until I think of it. Can't remember, you guys. Well, t- t- we in, sat there for a in. long time. Yeah, that was fun, though. It wasn't fun. Well, not for you. I get that. It'll <sighs> come to you like this. In is five why they minutes, think women's brains suck. No, men do this too. Well, they and also, this is a result of the pancaking. Why? Because we have a thousand thoughts in there about a billion different subjects, and if we compartmentalized it and we're like we are just focused on we wouldn't have a good podcast if we did that yeah all right that's a silver lining yeah we're fine we, everybody's we do, fine everybody's great we do ha- struggle with this uh stereotype that yeah. men are more equipped to handle that you know any of the stem jobs yeah yeah, yeah. i mean that ain't going away the only thing that that <clears throat> i will say is we, I don't. You feel like when it comes to being, and I, and I think when we read the book Range by David Epstein for the uh, book club, you know that it it really made me think about how it's my feeling that women are better at kind of having that range. Mm. And this is like a sweeping generalization, like yeah, I, yeah, yeah. And this is only my own opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it comes to being really focused and in on like narrowed in on one specific subject, that seems to be in line with more of like a male. Well, they speaking to that point, they do point out in the article that as adults, older people that have like super high capacity for these fields tend to be men. Yes. So it might be because of what you're Mm -hmm, saying, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. whatever that is. Yeah. And there's this, and we kind of, but then, then if we kind of t- go back with that, I wonder: Do we allow men and boys to be fixated on one thing, and kind of that's their focus? And like you know, you think, oh, that little boy likes dinosaurs; he's all about dinosaurs. And we mm. encourage more of a range, like the little boy who loves dinosaurs and and doesn't want to socialize with any other kids and doesn't want to you know do anything but that we're kind of like give him a, a pass because I don't know, sitting down and having a tea party is not really in 
It's like not what little boys do or mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. But if you had a little girl who maybe showed some of the signs of being really fixed on one subject, I think there's a little more push f- to like socialize mm-hmm. that child or broaden her skill set or just expose her to, or she just has to because that's real. I think that's, I, mean? I think that's especially true with regards to the ways that we uh, teach kids how to interact with uh, adults too. Like, yeah, you know, boys, you, you tend to accept that they're going to just want to talk about that one thing. Correct. And we feed into it and then we're like, Ooh, look how passionate they are. But when the little girl's thing is like, if a girl were to be fixated on some random topic, like the way we often see with dinosaurs yeah. and Pokemon or whatever, yeah, yeah. I think people would be like, she's weird. Yeah, I think so too. Like, and they'd want to go play with your girl, go like little friends, go, ha- go. They'd encourage more social, right? I think so. I but think this so is too. All this is all, right. This is totally just us kind observing. of brainstorming and observing. Yeah. But I think there's something. So, like, that's. I, you know, and so I wonder if, if that maybe, and I don't think it's, and I think this goes back to what you were saying about like doing things like, oh, I'm just, oh, I'm, you know, whatever. I don't think we should be teaching the boy, the girls or like, you know, giving the girls the past too and letting them be as fixated and like focused on one thing and like completely ignore social, you know, yeah, whatever norms. Yeah. I think we should encourage more socialization and connection from the boys. Yeah. Yeah, I know you're really do, into I, dinosaurs, but let's put that down and come like Yes. You know, I'm all for that, believe me. I think so. Another thing I'm in favor of is using open fit as a way to work out. Oh, I've been doing it ten minute abs last night. How'd it feel? Yeah. Uh it Are you sore? I am sore. <laughs> and the funniest part was I forgot that I did it and this morning I coughed and I was like What's oh, <laughs> yeah. yeah, get back in the saddle, yeah. And oh my gosh, I'm just gonna like do the ad right okay, now for it. Okay, <laughs> um, did you know that they have I didn't even know this in the evenings, so fun morning and evening, hop on there, probably lunchtime too, because they have live classes that yeah. you can join yeah. with your camera. She said my name, oh wow, yeah, she was like, Hi, welcome, Sarah. Th- we're about halfway through class, but you could join us and we'll have another one like right after. So I did five minutes of one and then 10 no. of another, so really, I did 50 minute abs. That's cool because I'm sure that was encouraging. It was. You. I yeah. kept, and then I, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah. I totally like, because I was like, oh, she's watch. I got to, I got to do this. <laughs> I love it. That's great. And I That's didn't even so know happy. that was a feature. Well, and I like that you can still get that personal effect yeah. without actually having to go to the gym. And you could turn the camera off, which yeah. I did. As soon as she said my name, I was like, ah! <laughs> I was like, camera off! <laughs> Sarah has weirdness about that anyway, even separately. I do. <laughs> but I like that it's affordable. You don't have to pay a gym membership, but you get that sense of variety. You can try different videos, whatever is you're into. And as Sarah said, you can do it in 10 minutes a day if you yeah. want. They even have five-minute yeah. Yes. Right. Just dip your toe in. Just five minutes. It's Come on. It's fine. You'll because you'll feel better yes, just having you will. done that. Open Fit changed the way I work out. And texting our code Brain Candy to thirty thirty thirty, you can join us on our fitness journey, personalized just for you. Right now, during the Open Fit thirty day challenge, our listeners get a special extended thirty day free trial membership to Open Fit when you text Brain Candy to thirty thirty thirty. You get full access to Open Fit. All the workouts and nutrition information totally free. Again, just text Brain Kenny to 303030. Um, standard message and data rates may apply. Everyone knows that. Yes, they do. Yeah, they do. And also we it's all it's all included most of the time, right? Yeah. Is anybody like, paying per yeah. minute? <laughs> I don't know. I guess some people. Yeah, that's true. Um, okay. Next up on my little list of things I want to talk to Sarah about. List. Oh, I went to the Olive Garden. I wanted to tell you about that. Oh my gosh, you get unlimited breaststicks or what? Or what? I did. I only bring it up to say that it's really fascinating to revisit somewhere that you grew up, like going to or whatever, but you haven't been to in ages. Yes. And um, and then you wonder, did they change or did I change? This is the Helvetica movie all over again. (laughs) Right. Is this? Do I even like this? Yes. But what do you think? Funny. I mean. It was fun. I'm glad I went. Right. And, you know, there's And if no- the Olive Garden wants to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I just was reminiscing. I made Adam take me and I'm like, I used to go here on dates in high school, you know? Oh like it was kind of like a fancy date back yes. then. Yes. So I was reminiscing about those moments. It was cute. But what did you order? 
I got soup salad and breadsticks. Yeah, that's what I was guessing. I almost, I should have just said it. When I said, <laughs> how'd you feel about the breadsticks? I was going to say, how'd you feel about the soup salad so, and breadsticks? So they're going to get that. It was yummy. I yeah. mean, yeah, nothing wrong with it. I've only been there the one time. Oh, right. I yeah. forgot about this. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Right. On principle though, or just because it wasn't in your repertoire? No, I've always kind of lived place. Probably wasn't in my repertoire. Like, yeah, people when get I into grew, when I, Yeah, and when mm-hmm. you, when you know, I was have a mom who lived in Italy for twelve oh, years. Gosh, she's never going there. Never. Mm-hmm. And then I like couldn't tell her that I went to the like. Oh, my God, she would please. She gets mad Sacrilege. when we when when she hears the names of the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and we're not pronouncing them correctly. <laughs> And, and the correctly is in air quotes because this is her version. <laughs> I had a lot of people who wrote to me afterwards and they were like, she is correct on those pronunciation oh things. God. And um, yeah, yeah. So. Wow. She's got a yeah. fan base. Yeah. Well, I do like also that they say when you're there, you're family. Although I will push back on that because... On the door, it said, like, we will be closed on Thanksgiving so our staff can have time with their family. I'm like, fuck Fuck that. I am your family, bitch. Come on. (laughs) I was like, I'm starting to poke holes in your That's hilarious. mm, Don't you, you, like, it'll be like a teeny tiny turkey sandwich between that piece of breadstick. (laughs) Like, just like a real thin one. Just cut the, use the Olive Garden breadsticks. I mean, that wouldn't be bad. It wouldn't. It'd be so good. I don't know why I'm, like, so fixated on their breadsticks right now. Because they're yummy. Oh, they are. They are. I mean, that's like what I remember. It's like, yeah. and then I was like at a time in my life where I'm like, yes, I'll have another basket. For and sure. And I could not say no. To yeah. It. Yep, yep. <laughs> I remember so much about that time. Okay. Weird. This is the question for you. Yeah. Have you heard about these tech bros that do um, dopamine fasts? Oh, okay. So like a dopamine fast. Where you like avoid. Yeah. I mean, I get what they're trying to do. Do you so, have a, an opinion about it? Yeah, I don't think that it worked. I don't think, and nope. I think sus- abstaining mm-hmm. would have negative consequences on the other side where it may m- change your like, it, here's the thing mm-hmm. is that there's, we have almost fixed levels of happiness. There's this thing like called like, uh, 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 what's it called? Like the hedonic treadmill where no matter how much we try and try, we usually end up back at our base level of happiness and you can do things to raise those that are like practice gratitude and journal and uh, uh, do nice things for others and visualize the best version of your future self. But I don't think like still being, oh, you know, not, not, this seems like a quick fix and they're trying to like outsmart emotions and outsmart stuff like that. Yeah. Now you go. Well, um, so the premise is that they will avoid any stimulation, including books, um, music, podcasts, mm. really anything, sometimes even conversations. This, that has, I, there are negative, this is stupid. Okay. Now I'm <laughs> mad at them. But it's, uh, it's not for long periods. According to this is a day or two. Okay. To reset. Yeah. Because of the way that we're sort of hyper stimulated by constant entertainment, which I get that. I get that, but that's different. Okay. Cause a, you can also say, what does it do negatively when you do not get physical touch for 48 hours? Not what? good things. Okay. okay. The opposite. Okay. You can go back three episodes, listen to what I was saying about hugs. Yeah. So you I don't think, think a break from it can ever be advantageous? I think you have to, they have to be more specific about what they're taking a break from. And I think it's one of those things where like, you know, you have symptoms. So rather than just trying one thing at a time, you take every single pill to cure it. And then, oh, you're cured, but you have no idea what did it. Hmm. And so I think it's, it, they need to look at like, what the benefits are because I think long term there could be some consequences um, to their like social connections, which in turn will be big time consequences to their health because that's the best predictor of health. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's tell me more about about what they do. Well, so they it, go for like what? It it became a thing because some woman tweeted about how she ran into a friend who happened to be the, one of the tech bros and that he cut their conversation short because he was doing a dopamine fast. But then it started this sort of... <laughs> dying. I'm done. This is stupid. I feel like I'm you're, you're me right now. I'm so mad at this, <laughs> especially because what that's doing to her. Mm-hmm. So your, ugh, your desire, your dopamine fast is now making her have feelings of... Hopefully she's... Uh, uh, a 
a self-aware enough person to understand that this is your thing, Mm -hmm. tech bro, and she doesn't internalize this as some message of like rejection Mm -hmm. of like, well, man, was I not funny enough? Was I not? Because if she didn't have that explanation, that's kind of what it would feel like. You'd go around being like, did I do something? Did I say something wrong? What? And kind of like internalize that. And for somebody to be that, I feel like it's selfish Mm -hmm. because a lot, hey, oh, Furthermore, the things, dopamine, and it's one of the two can only be created. I think it's serotonin that can only be like created and stimulated by like hum, like interaction with something else. Like somebody else's positive reinforcement of you, what you're doing creates that reaction. Okay. And I'm pretty sure it's just serotonin. So like dopamine levels you can kind of like control mm-hmm. with like working out or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I don't think that like taking away from somebody else's ability to boost their own levels of good stuff. And in a way he's taking away from like the serotonin. Well, that's the thing. This human connection. Show me your research. This is, there are holes in this. I don't like these guys. So they would claim that it's based upon ancient. Oh, I'm already annoyed. Meditation practices, but you're using something old to, to describe something that's highly tech related. Yes. I mean, what they're saying is that screen time and stuff like that yes. is affecting their chemicals. That's what it is. Yeah. Just stop. You know what? Go outside and take a walk. Well, that's allowed on the fast. They allow taking a walk, um, writing with a pen and paper. Okay. Um, there were a couple more, but none of them sounded fun. Uh, <laughs> but so they, but I thought, well, why, why right. do they let me take a walk? That, that, see, this is, there's, there's this, I don't like, this is dumb. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's the same. I put it in the same category of guys who are, who are like, oh, I'm going to create this like one, I, I have too much time. I don't have enough time to do like even eat. So I'm going to create the perfect nutritional shake where I can have all everything I need and I'll live off this for the rest of my life. Yeah. I just saw Check a headline on that guy. about that. Did you see that? And because this stuff is like been around and every goes through like, yeah, you know, they're like kind of ebbs and flows in popularity and right. You know. Yeah. That's not my cup of tea. And they're like, oh, I'll just, and they're just trading out their Mountain Dews and flaming hot Cheetos for something else and then like calling it, oh, well, it's science. Look at all the research. I'm like, come on. <laughs> it's it's the same habits and they're unhealthy habits. And I think it's, I don't think anything that encourages like that. And <laughs> I understand what they're saying. Yes. If you look at like monks who meditated in isolation, but yeah. what they're doing during right. those times of isolation uh-huh. is so focused, is so like intentional. Yeah. These guys are just like in their Teslas cruising around Palo Alto and don't want to <laughs> talk to mom on the phone. Yes. That's like, I don't want to have a conversation with this chick who makes him feel uncomfortable anyways because he's well, socially awkward. Sort of Come for on. me, the subtext Yes, here, that's exactly it. Yeah. Is that a lot of these tech bros are um, different in certain ways, especially socially. Mm-hmm. Um, but speaking of men, yeah, uh, we need to talk about the package that we recently received from Manscaped. Yeah. Hey, uh, in there was a pair of, uh, what I, I, they are men's underwear, but I wear them and I love them. And you those do? briefs are so comfy. I, <laughs> that's so great. They're a little roomy in the front, but <laughs> that's fine. I sleep in them. There's they're, a they're like perfect for like yoga and like. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't wear that is out to yoga, but right. I do. And I just like this as Manscaped across the board. Well, belt. Manscaped is super cool. They have really fun products. Did you see like the ball yes, cleaner? Absolutely. And we I were giggled saying how the whole time. We were so happy that they're finally making products that are for right. actual men. This is like such a good Christmas present for every dude you know. Yeah. Because you know how like we have a million products, a ladies. Million. And they were, my husband has been washing his entire body with shampoo his entire life. Because I took a shower in that shower once and I was like, I think I use this everywhere. (laughs) Yeah. Because I was like, there's only one thing. I'll use it on everything. So here's a scoop. Manscaped makes a ton of products that are great for the man in your life or you. 
And they have a, for example, an electric trimmer that's called the Lawnmower 2.0, and it has skin-safe technology, so it won't nick your nuts. And it you can t- it's waterproof, so you can take it in the shower. You won't get a mess on the bathroom floor or in the sink or whatever. And they all the products that they have are great um, in terms of smell. They smell super good. And uh, it's just a great gift, too, because guys are hard to buy for. And this will benefit you, too. So you can get 20% off and um, free shipping with code BRAINCANDY at manscaped.com. It's a perfect gift for you and your man. Trust me, he will thank you. Again, that's 20% off and free shipping with code BRAINCANDY at manscaped.com. 20% off free shipping at manscaped.com and use code BRAINCANDY. Naughty or nice, this is the number one gift on Santa's list. Hop on the trending sled today. Okay. Um, any hoodles. Do you want to hear about a mutinous cat put in solitary confinement or animated costume designers? Well, the mutant cat. <laughs> Not a mutant cat. Oh. Mutinous, like mutiny. Oh. That's <laughs> even funnier, though. In my head, I was like, a mutant cat? Oh. I was like, superheroes are right around the corner. This, this is what the tech side guys should be focused on. <laughs> right. Oh, my no, gosh. Mutinous, like mutiny, because this cat was uh, in a shelter or is in a shelter. Yeah. And was one of those cats that's like real good at getting out oh, yeah. and stuff. an escaper. Yeah, and he would let all of his cat friends out. Oh, I love this. And they would like throw parties every night. In I'm the always shelter. reminded of uh, 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 <laughs> Oliver and Company, you know, yeah. the Disney movie. Yes. And that's kind of what it feels like to me. All those, like there's those other ones. I don't know if it's Secret Life of Pets, I guess, yeah, where yeah, they yeah. all communicate totally. and yeah. they yell I to love each that. other. I love it. Anytime the animals communicate with one another, I'm kind of freaked out, but and, and also they delighted. do, like, in real life. Do you think? I Tell me know what you so. think. I have absolutely seen animals communicate to each other in real life. Dogs, like? Yes. And what do you think they say? It, it's almost like, you know what? I think animals, <laughs> this is like totally I'm still laughing about the mutant. Right. I thought, <laughs> and you should have seen the picture that I had you in my head. so happy. He, like, he had, like, really, like, scruffy whiskers and, like, you know when they like draw in cartoons and they look a little crazy and they'll just have like one missing eye but it'll put like an X over the <laughs> yeah. eye like on the cartoon and like yes. that's kind of what I was picturing oh, that and something amazing. like that. Like real like missing hair and clumps and it's like <laughs> like real crazy. <laughs> yeah, you know, had like almost. that. Yeah, had like one like eye that was kind of twitchy a little. Like that's <laughs> what I was picturing. It was totally different. Um, but okay, so yes, animals communicating. Yeah, what do that's you think what, the dogs say to each other? Um, I think it's more like an energy that they give off. Cause like sometimes, you know, my mom always would say this when I was trying to train Sigmund or, you know, even Bo that she was like, you got to get into the right energy. You've got to have the commanding like energy and tell the dog what, and you could do it without even telling them. Yeah. You just get in that space mm-hmm. and they will somehow pick up what you're saying. But if you're not in that space, oh my God, the dog's never going to do what you want them mm-hmm. to do. And I, and I really saw the difference, especially with Sigmund in that. But I'm I sure think, anyone with a dog would agree with you. Yeah, yeah. You can like, it's like, are you asking the dog or are you telling the dog? Cause yeah. if you're asking, he's going to be like, no, I don't need to do that. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah, no, I'm good. That's what Lincoln kept saying. We kept being like, you know, do you want to go do this thing that you, it's hypothet- or a right. rhetorical question? Yes. And he'd be like, no, I'm good. <laughs> I should rephrase that. Yes. Yeah, We're doing this thing so now. Right. Come with me. Yeah. Yes. So I think that kind of energy, like animals feel, like, yeah. can feel it. Mm-hmm. And then. And they'll be like, come on, let's I, go. They know when one's naughty. Like and did do they team up or just do they point the finger at the other one? I I think it could be either or, but mm-hmm. I've seen dogs point the finger. <laughs> I've seen some. My mom has sent me some funny videos of like one dog who just like I don't know tore something up, and the other dog who definitely I was saw like that in the backyard with the pillow. or It something. was him. It was definitely yeah, definitely yeah, him. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did it, not me. I saw you know. That. So I love when they throw each other in the bus. That's always funny. Or um. Yeah, I just, I think, and between species, like, they definitely do. Yeah. They always look like they're, like, 
plotting and planning. And my mom had monkeys that roamed free at her other house and not like pets. They were wild monkeys Mm -hmm. that would come by. She lived on top of a hill in Costa Rica, in Costa Rica. And they would, they just knew that she always like would feed the cows her like, you know, melon rinds when she made smoothies and stuff or like, you know, whatever extra Mm -hmm. stuff. And the monkeys would come around and like be really mad if she wasn't out there with the food. They'd like start getting angry oh and like throwing God. things and i've 100 percent seen them work together to yeah open doors to yeah that's what this cat was doing was like jumping up and opening the handle on the door miraculously oh and so they had to oh. put it in solitary confinement oh for a while until they like proofed the cat proofed the area oh now i'm picturing the same mutant cat in like a striped or orange like jumpsuit like he's playing a harmonica leaning against the side of the cage knowing he's in there for life right, right. he's singing the blues yep he sees new people come in and he's like i remember when i first got here <laughs> lock me up after escaping four times like something like that he's and got like, tails yeah i can see this yeah well and everyone wants to adopt this cat but then the uh, the writer of the article was like, no, um, maybe you didn't hear <laughs> what the cat is capable of and has absolutely no remorse People about. are like, try me. Right. Oh, that's so funny. It is funny how like we read these stories and then we want the cat I, even though, you it's know. Great. It well, checks I'm, our I'm brain glad though. that we, that me this too. is like that car thing. That yes, story you shared about the car exactly. that was sold for. And we got to like totally do that because I'm into it. Now I'm going to tell you about the animated costume designers. Yeah, please. This is so fun because um, in animation... All the fun and no budget. Like, you don't have to worry about actually, like... that's true. You know, pricking your finger with a needle. Yeah, they... Back in the day, like, during the Cinderella era, you know, that was all painstaking uh, artistry where they would have to draw each individual slide and color each one. And so the dress is not really adorned. As you, oh, would that's totally yeah, that's because- true. And they instead made it like a glow, you yeah. know that that kind of cartoon because mm-hmm. like that like was probably sheen. and they did that overlay, you yeah. know, it's like that clear. That's it. Ooh, yeah. never thought about that. Yeah. Already love this story. Continue. But thanks to technology, now it's a lot easier. It takes just moments to add whatever you want, and so the designs are so intricate now. In particular, they focused in the article in New York Times about um, Frozen oh, yeah. and the beautiful. Details on Anna and Elsa's garments. They're like embroidery. Yeah. Wow. And bedazzles and they're just festooned with all sorts yeah. of stuff, which is fun. And they changed the title of these people um, who are creating that. It used to be like character design or uh-huh, something. Uh-huh. But then they couldn't be nominated for a costume design awards. Oh, I just got chills everywhere. Yeah. I love this. Yeah. Why do I love this? Like, for real, have like a reaction to that. I don't know, but it's This fun. is really cool. Yeah, so now they changed it. So they, they're called costume designers. And so now they can win awards for their artistry, which is so great. Oh, that's cool. And they were describing the process and, and just how much thought and detail yes. goes into each thing. And they were talking about Research, the next Frozen history. movie, which is, you know, three or four years. Like, mm-hmm. um, they've aged the girls three or four years. Oh, yeah. And um, they decided... Anna couldn't have those braids anymore because they were too youthful. Uh-huh. And so the costume designer is just, you know, in charge of hair. <laughs> so they tried these different looks and then she they put her hair down and oh. they went with that. But it's set in the fall. Yeah. And so they were trying to figure out how to make Elsa's like cool tones, you know, that blue yeah, and yeah. icy oh, that is white hard. with fall look. So it's mm-hmm. like all these... They just try all these different looks. That's cool. It's just funny. Yeah, you don't I'm gonna think see some navy blues. Mm-hmm. I can imagine with some like paired with some tan. I well, they that. tried to like do the earth tone look, but yeah, they were just that's doesn't not work. Elsa. Right. Yeah, because she's like icy and frozen. And, mm-hmm. Yeah, I've actually never really seen the full movie. Why you don't like it? No, I just never really sat down and had the opportunity. But Sarah, I've, that's not like you. I know. Is this so? I, I have feel to, like, like <laughs> no, no. I just feel like there must be a reason. No, I, I, cause I did see like half of it and I really liked what I saw. I saw the oh. end and everything. I just didn't see the beginning, but no, it was good. I just, I don't know why I like regular Disney just doesn't do the same thing as Pixar. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
don't know why. But Moana, you freaking love. Oh, I know that. Take we it back. Know. No, was I take it Moana? It back. Oh, Moana is regular Disney. Yeah, I love that. No, <laughs> I don't know. I think maybe it's just like, oh, you know what? Hmm. I when I went to see some other Disney movie, maybe it was Moana, but um. Whatever movie played, no, it must have been Toy Story 4. It was Toy Story 4 because they played a Disney short mm. before it yeah. that they ended up pulling from the theaters. It was yeah. so bad. It was yeah. so culturally like tone, like uh, uh, like the diversity issues in it. It was so tone deaf. It was like not, I, it, and I, it was cringeworthy and they ended up pulling it from because so many people were like, what the hell was that? And so it turned it was you like off? It like Olaf's something. Oh, yeah. I you know what that. I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Olaf short. Yes. Yeah. And I just, I was like, yeah, I don't like this. Wow. So I think that did it for me because I hadn't seen it before then. Gosh. And I was just like, no, I'll pass. I don't need to. I didn't, I haven't gone out of my way and there's been other things that I've like watched. I wasn't into Frozen, but you know? man, a lot of girls really liked it. Oh, I one. think you take the princess, yeah, uh, uh, like trope or whatever, and yeah. then you add the, you know, uh, girls can do, you know, like, <laughs> yay, girl power they can kind do of thing. Math. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, so, like, yeah, you add the girl, the, you know, girl power kind of thing, and the, you know, all, everything you need comes with like friendship and connection and all that kind of all that good stuff. And the princess thing, I think that's that, yeah, you know, I think little girls were going to love it. Maybe it was just that song, though. What's that lady's name that sings it? Adina Menzel, yes, or whatever. I was gonna get. I was I gonna say something. You I got it wrong. So I was like, like John Travolta. Elsa, did. what? Elsa, like what? John Travolta. Remember oh. when he bungled it? Yeah. <laughs> and he called when her was like that? Hadim. Badog oh my god! That's so <laughs> embarrassing. But yeah, that song might have been the the kicker. Yeah, that might be it. It's good God, they played that all the time. <sighs> they sure did. But the kids were singing it. I just love that. There's so much thought that goes into. The clothes yeah, and the like character that. development of not real people even. It kind of makes me think that it's, I mean, the movies are, it's going to be hard to tell which is which, you know? You mean what's real? Yeah. And what, there will be a time where. That's already those uh, deep fakes know, or whatever yeah, they call that. Yeah. There, I already feel like that. And that's, it would be the same kind of like costume designer who would do all those, you know, costumes for that kind of stuff. Yikes. Like. Our, our our animation technology or whatever is so good now mm-hmm. that you have to almost intentionally make something look cartoony and like it's almost like a classic style because if you just use the latest and greatest, I was reading that bit. I forget which like director. Real, real if it was Martin Scorsese. No, I think it was James Cameron. Mm-hmm. Whoever was saying that he wasn't going to use whatever some movies yeah. are using that gives it that. Very real look. Yes, I totally know what it. It's like three. It makes it more. Some people call it the soap opera effect. Uh huh. Yeah. I can't. Oh my gosh. It. Yes. 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 I like was about to take a sip of my drink. I had to put it down because I. When we switched to, well, we everybody when when everyone switched to, from regular to H. Yeah, yeah, HD. I couldn't get used to it. I was like, what? Did I just get used to it, or did TV stop looking like? Some of them don't do it. They don't do because. It, I was like, this, it looks like it's too, I don't like it. And then yeah. the commercials that are on during football games are always like that. Yeah. And I'm like, why does it feel like he's in my living room? Well, and that's what they said. The director said that sometimes it creates the feeling when you're watching a film that um, it kind of looks like you're at a play. Yeah. You're watching a play. Yes. And it's too close it is and you, <gasps> in order for it, the irony is that in order for it to feel real yeah. it almost has to be distant yes which seems counterintuitive it's puppets with little kids how mm. they can't talk about what happened to them it's so subtle it's like we are all still doing the same stuff and mm. we're all still like and so we use puppets and then the kids able to connect better not with because it's like too close and too personal so but they yeah. can have the the characters talk about it and i think in a little bit of a way that that helps us right kind of so strange create this space so and we that can we can become then process emotionally connected yes, correct 
because there's distance. Yes. That's weird, man. I know. Because we're really like, yes. Oh, my God. We can spend an entire episode unpacking just that. All right. Well, we got to go, though. Okay. Remember when I couldn't think of what I was going to say and I still haven't? Mm. Usually you think of it later. Yeah, but it, we were like talking about like broad topics. All it wasn't right, like Sarah. one word that you couldn't think of. It was just like Thanks. an idea. And I've done that a million times on here. So it's about time. Thanks. Still the smartest person I know. I <laughs> love you. Bye. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Wave Podcast Network. Check out all of our shows, including the Brain Candy Podcast, I Don't Get It, Coffee Convos, and Let's Talk About It. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers, but you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.